That, of course, was the patriotic British song, Rule Britannia. And we played it because the newest hotel in Macau is at Koh Tai. It's part of the Sands Group, and it's called The Londoner. And this is the sound you hear when there's the changing of the garden in their beautiful lobby, the Crystal Palace lobby. A multiple-level event is on, a showcase of performers doing their moves. There are beef eaters, there are bobbies doing all the moves to Royal Britannia. Graham Kemlow was in Macau at the invitation of Sands Lifestyle, the Las Vegas-born company that runs integrated resorts or, or casinos. Over the past 16 years, Sands has built a significant precinct of seven five-star luxury hotels on a large piece of reclaimed land they call Kotai. You can have a getaway and feel like you're not in Macau, but in Venice with gondolas, Paris with the Eiffel Tower, and the newest themed hotel is the Londola, with its Crystal Palace lobby, and which officially opened just a few months ago in May. Graham stayed at this property where he spoke to Sands Senior Vice President of Operations, Chris Kaminsky. Chris, uh, thank you very much for having us here at uh, Sands Resort. But for people who maybe don't understand Macau, mm-hmm. maybe haven't been here, can you tell us about Sands? perspective on Macau. You sort of virtually own a bit of the, the territory and it's, everything is related to sand. So how does that work from your perspective? Yeah, look, we see Macau as a as in very compelling and evolving leisure market, right? So if you look at, at tourism, people want experiences, people want to immerse themselves in a place, meet the people, engage with the people, engage with the culture. Macau has a unique offer that nowhere else in the world has, right? You've got, for example, the UNESCO delegation of the first fusion cuisine is actually Macanese cuisine, right? Mm. So only one place in the world can you experience this. Mm. You might go to Lisbon and have Portuguese cuisine. You might go all over China and have this cuisine, but only here can you experience that. So it's got this interesting mix. And then you've got world-class facilities and experiences in these in these integrated resorts, right? We're sitting in the one of the David Beckham suites at the Londoner, which is, I think, as fine a product as you'll find anywhere on the globe, right? Mm. So you've got this great mix of, you know, the culture that's out there, the sort of gritty exploration that you can do, but you come home to the comforts of an oversized clawfoot bathtub in your suite at the Londoner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, the Londoner's the newest product that you've got on the market. It, it's two years old, but it hasn't actually been open two years, has it? Is that correct? It was open... Less than that? It's open less than that. We went to a soft opening, right? And that's a product of of borders being closed and whatnot. But both Londoner and Londoner Court are all sweet property next next door. Uh, really opened in May this year. So right. so we're really in our infancy here and really building this brand, to your point. Now, if you didn't want the London flavor, you can walk across the road. Well, maybe you can't walk across the road. You can go on the Sky Bridge mm. and you can have something Parisian. You can have something Venetian. Tell us, uh, I know this is Sheldon Adelson's... Uh, great dream to to have a resort like this um, and he has all that experience in Vegas have you got more can we have a Melbourneian you know something Melbourne is a tough one but Sydney makes the list each time that we go and 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 we we look at sort of which cities resonate with global travelers right yeah. uh, and I think that's where London has come from it's uh, going to have to be the Sydney cider. The si- <laughs> I don't know. How else do you talk about Sydney? Sydney we, yeah. we, we build a good bridge, as you mentioned, yeah, so we can do that. Uh, we got, we got, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and we like our theatrics. So Sydney certainly could have have a place in our hearts, yeah, that's well, for I sure. Yeah, I won't get in, into the Melbourne-Sydney <laughs> rivalry being a Melbourneian, but yeah. uh, no, no, it's fascinating. So how many resorts do you have here? 
we, we say four made main resorts, right? So you've got London or Parisian, Venetian, and then the Four Seasons. Right. Within there, there's just a wide range of, of hotel product, of restaurants, of shops that make up those larger integrated resorts, right? So for example, the Londoner, we sit in this integrated resort, but there's five hotel properties, there's 6,000 rooms, there's all of the shops, all of the restaurants, the arena that we experienced last evening. Mm. This is all part of that greater integrated resort. Yeah. So... Um just so people understand, you are the operator and owner of Parisian, Venetian, um, and the Londoner, but yep. you've also got a St. Regis, you've got a Conrad. It's unusual to see these uh, brands cheek by jowl. Yep. Uh, do you, are you the operator of those brands, or do they send their own teams in? Depends. Look, we've got, uh, uh, in the case of the Four Seasons and the St. Regis and the Sheraton, they're operator. So they, they, they are our partner, they operate, we act as an asset manager, Right. but I think it's being in these integrated resorts, the relationship is much closer. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I come from hotels, right? And yeah. you don't see your owner all day, every day. Mm-hmm. That they, you know, are blessed to get to see their owner all day, every day. But no, it becomes it becomes quite a partnership. So, is this a model that might ex- extend to other Absolutely. Like, parts of the world? Because I, I may be wrong, but I haven't seen this before. Maybe in Dubai, I've seen three Marriott properties on the one piece of land. Yeah, but I haven't seen it like this. I think it, you'll see it. I think you'll see it in these integrated resorts, especially because, look, at, at our core, we're an entertainment company as much as we are a hospitality company. Mm. So we just want to give the best possible experiences to our guests who come in. If that means partnering with Four Seasons because it's appropriate for our location or product, we'll do so. If that means, you know, Marriott, they're fairly adept at operating hotels, right? Mm. So they're a great partner to have as mm. well. Might we see it in Australia? It's a good question. Maybe not one for me. I think you you know you've got it, it you're right it's a different model in Australia right where you see the crowns oh, yeah, and these guys yeah, they they operate and uh, own. Uh, assuming that you could apply for a license it wouldn't be beyond the bounds of possibility that this model could could be seen in the southern hemisphere. I wouldn't put anything beyond the bounds of of possibility most right. certainly. And and look I think Australia you as well you see a lot more presence from these brands, yeah. right? With Ritz-Carlton coming in, with Four Seasons coming in. Ritz-Carlton, I think, just opened in Perth within oh, the month. It's been open for a couple of years. Uh, Ritz-Carlton in Melbourne just opened. Melbourne just opened. Yeah. So you see these brands and coming we've in. We've got, you know, Shangri-La's about to yeah. open. Uh, Melbourne's got a crazy amount of hotels coming. W's just opened in Sydney. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, look, it's it's an interesting market. But uh, how, do, how do you see say, this operation compared with the, the fatherland, with Vegas, etc., where, you know, Sands originated. Do you, is it a competitive situation, do you think, or not? Yes and no. I think it's comparable, but I think it's also completely different. Right. Um, I find you can compare it because of scale. And there's only one place on earth, I think, that you can compare the scale of Macau to, and that's Las Vegas. Yeah. But to me, it kind of ends there. Right, scale and model with with these large integrated resorts, but it's I think we 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 pride ourselves to be pushing the boundaries of being much more refined and being much more focused on quality, and being much more focused on really curating individual experiences. I think mm. that's the difference, right? Mm. In 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 Las Vegas, they've been very successful, and and you mentioned Mr. Adelson. Look, his vision was build resorts around mice, and they've done that, right? And you don't go to Las Vegas now without being. Part of a convention. Part of a convention. Mm. And I think what, what we try to do is, yeah, we're bringing that business as well, and we've got that that we can offer, but 
you also should be able to be separate from that if you want to be that leisure traveler that yeah. comes to, to get away a little bit. Do you think the uh, the mind of the, of the business owners, not your business, but the, the clients that you uh, have, do you think it's moved away from this idea, oh, we don't want our delegates in a casino? Look, that's that's part of the reason why we've had this program. I right. think it is it is still there, right. and I think maybe it's rightly still there, but we're not a casino. You know, if you look at our footprint, actually 3% of our footprint is casinos. Yes, I haven't seen 97%, your 97%, okay. exactly, right? Yeah. 97% of our footprint is the shops or the MySpace or the restaurants or the hotel rooms. Yeah. So I think it's a perception that we obviously are actively working on shifting. Mm. Um, but yeah, so some people are always going to say, wow, that's a gaming place. Yeah. Yeah. So intention is get as many people here, create these advocates that go away and talk about, well, no, it's a lot more than, than a gaming place. You yeah. don't even have to see the casino. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I'd like to talk to you about what it offers families because um, it, it does appear to be a grown-up destination in, in one sense, but what haven't I seen? What, why would families come here for Christmas, say? Good question, because I've got a wife and three children who are going to be here in about three weeks and right. spend six weeks here for Christmas. Okay. Uh, and, and look, I think what, what you don't see is, for example, what we've activated recently, you've got this Team Lab exhibition, which is you know more than 5,000 square meters of totally interactive, immersive art and culture experience, but mm-hmm. with these sections purposely built for the kids to go and play and bounce and draw. And you know, there's, there's one section where they go and they color their color their picture and it becomes the art and stays there for a certain yeah. rotation, right? So they could come back for the next couple of weeks and see their art up there. Okay. Uh, we also will launch a Harry Potter exhibition in the mm-hmm. middle of December, mm-hmm. right? So there's more and there's a lot of shows. We've got the Disney princesses singing next weekend, right? So if, if, if you look for the family, mm-hmm. it's here. There's a great science center over in, in the Macau side. There's, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Grand Prix Museum now. There's a lot to do for families, actually. Mm. It's a, it's a, you've got to keep clawing below the surface in Macau and you keep finding more and more. Right, right. Now, from a mice perspective, uh, is it really only the major conventions that you're after? Is it incentive business? Is it small corporate leadership teams? Well, where are you positioning? Mix of all. And I think that comes from the mix of our product, right? I think we've had great success with these large corporate events. You know, 3,500 people, 5,000 people need to come here and do plenary sessions and all of this. But we also have, you know, depending on the industry, yeah, a lot of that incentive business where they come and they want to, can you program much like what we've just done, right? Mm. This, I would say this, this, this fam experience has been quite like we see demand for the incentive programs. Right. And do you think that you're always going to be uh, trying to bring your clients in via Hong Kong or might Macau Airport be an opportunity to, you know, deal direct, uh, get them here quicker? Look, we see it as an opportunity. Um, it, it depends on routing, obviously. There is some, I mean, I, I come from the U.S., and if you can come through San Francisco or Los Angeles or New York and have a quick stop in Taipei, you're in the, in the Macau airport, and it's simple. Right. Um, however, Hong Kong airport and that connection continues to get better and better and better as well. Look, we do see that as right. our international airport. Do you helicopter people in from there? S- still can, but, but even easier now. We, we've always done the, the, the ferries. Mm. But now that the bridge is open, you can just land, as you, as you would know, you mm. can land in Hong Kong now, and the next thing you do is pass immigration in Macau, you're straight to the property. Yeah. Uh, so that has become very seamless. Wow. And it's 45 minutes, right? Let's not forget, I mean, I'm, I'll be in Japan next week, and I'll spend more than 45 minutes in the car from the airport to the property. Right, you know? right. So your responsibilities are beyond Macau? 
No. No? Except if you talk about I'm meant to go and build partnerships around yeah. the globe. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but no, no, operationally Macau. My, yeah. my, my home and my job is Macau. Okay. Yeah. And can I just ask a little bit of your background? Sure. Have you been with SANS for a long time? It's five years I'm with SANS, mm. uh, but I came here actually, funny, we were talking earlier, I came here with Four Seasons. Oh, okay. So I am a, uh, a, a hotelier by trade. I spent many, many years with Ritz-Carlton and then worked with Four Seasons, yep. came here uh, as a general manager, and we, we went to open the second tower of Four Seasons and assumed that I will do my stint in Macau, and then they'll ship me somewhere thing. else. Yeah. Uh, and I'm here yeah, nearly eight years in Macau now. So right. after look, after the uh, development of that second tower of Four Seasons is when Sands also really made a commitment and said, we're going to focus on, on quality. Right. We've always been known as a great mass operator. We've got scale. We've got this, but they really wanted to focus on driving quality and mm. driving these experiences. And, and Londoner was the was the project sure. for it. Yeah, well, uh, and so great look, it's, result. It's kept me engaged for those years for sure. Yeah, no, that's great. Do you think the four thousand room hotel like Venetian is is that almost a white elephant uh, in terms of you know? concept moving forward? Do people want smaller, more intimate spaces? Has COVID taught us anything about that? I think you can you can have it all. And I think we're seeing that, right? I'll, I'll take the Parisian, for example, as well. We've got hotel within a hotel. And I think that's what we see as these large, these large products, we can segment, right? So the P- Parisian, we've got the Paisa Lofts. It's the top eight floors. Mm. You've got a separate lobby, separate arrival experience, separate lifts to get up to the suites. Mm. And, and we can really offer a different level of personalization, right. to your point, than we can downstairs. So it's a product, product, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. And the convention is, uh, uh, are you at a price point with these products that the that, uh, planners are happy to put, it, put them up as a major convention destination? Absolutely. Look, Macau, if you look regionally, we compete with, of course, Hong Kong, Bangkok, Kuala Lumpur, Singapore. Mm. Uh, I th- uh, not I think, I'm sure, and I've heard it again this week. Macau's seen as a very value product, mm. right? Because we've got the facilities that stack up with everybody. Mm. But the room rates, everything still is, it's not Singapore. You know what I mean? It's it is competitive, and you can get a lot of value for your for your money coming here and bringing your convention and there's here. There's no tax on accommodation, is there? Nope. But there is on gaming. But there is on gaming, right? But that's yeah, us. We, we pay that one. We heard from the department <laughs> how hefty it is. But you know, I guess that's providing facilities. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much for, for your time and for having us here in Macau. It's been an eye opener. I've been to Hong Kong many times. But it's been a bit of an eye-opener for me, so... Well, it's been a pleasure having you. Appreciate you coming over. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much. Sand Lifestyle Senior VP Chris Kaminsky speaking there with Graham Kemlow. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.